What's up, guys? It's Devin here, and I want to sneak in here real quick to let you guys know this episode is brought to you by Fuel Lab. The boys and I have been using the brushless pumps in our Tamatech Evo and S2000 for some years now with fantastic results. They just released their new quick service surge tank. This thing allows you to be able to remove your fuel pump out of your fuel cell in roughly five minutes. If you're like us and need to be able to diagnose problems quickly in between rounds and session, this is a killer solution. So on behalf of the boys, head on over to Fuel Lab. That's with one L. And for a special discount, hit in Tyrone at checkout. And of course, you're welcome. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Professional Awesome's Hypercritical Radio. I'm Hayden Lowe, and I'm joined by our typical crew today. Which is me, Mike Lewin. Uh, Devin Tyrone Giles, I suppose. And me, Dan O'Donnell. Why are you so bum-sounding, Devin Tyrone Giles? It's fucking cold outside. That is true. <laughs> That's so true. I would cuddle up with you right now if I could. It's fucking... I need, but he I need an inside job. This is bullshit. But I digress. He needs a desk job. Get him a desk job. Who are you talking to? Who's giving him a desk Everyone. job? Everyone. I, I don't know. They're yes. kind of talking to himself. But at, at this point, anywho, we went to PRI. And so... We're going to talk about it? Yeah, all of us went to BRI. <laughs> well, <laughs> great. This is a great way to start, boys. Oh, hey. oh my God. Did yes. you go to PRI or did Brian go to PRI? Uh, yes. The answer is yes. Oh, right. I, I was, I was masquerading as, illegally. As, as, yeah, I was illegally definitely masquerading broke under laws. Name, Brian. So many yeah. laws are broken. He's Somebody, a rebel. You didn't know that, but Hayden's a rebel. Yeah, I'm Folks, about uh, the most law-abiding individual here, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm, feels kind of racist. Wow. Uh, okay. Oh, the rest of us, geez, the rest of us are at least 10% minorities, and so <laughs> that's racist. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't have Mis- any of that. Mr. Aryan. Jeez. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Uh. Terrible. Nah, right. so, so um I'll I mean I'll head it off. I uh I went with my company, PWR. So the main point of my trip to PRI. What? And yeah, it's, like, not, it's not your company, you're an employee of that no, company. He works. Uh, <laughs> yes, he the company at which I hold a position as a design engineer. I went to exactly. PRI to talk hmm. to customers. And that was the main focus of the Saturday that I spent there, um, it was actually, it was really neat having interactions outside of the the one, no, two other times that I've been to PRI. The first time was when I went with the uh, Professional Awesome crew, and we just kind of walked around, and I was kind of like a kid in a candy factory, just staring at a bunch of things on shelves, and Mike was like, look, here's this kid that we're just carrying around with us. I was like, cool, shake this hand and walk away. And now, I mean, I would, I'm actively going up to the companies that I've designed things for. And I'm talking to the, like, for instance, um, uh, VMPs, Justin Starkey, the guy who owns VMP, as well as a couple other companies that I've done design work for. And, like, just walked up, had conversations about the products that I've um, helped create for companies. And I've... I found that interaction this year at PRI really cool because even last year, um, I was still only three months into being a design engineer and I hadn't done like anything. I'd just done uh, Joe Schmo's LTR radiator, whatever. So 
walking around it was a it was definitely a different experience than any time I've been there. And then otherwise, I just got to walk around with the crew and talk shit in between. It's funny. Mike and I talked to Hayden's boss, and it's it's. I mean, this is going to sound horrible, but it was weird that like he respected you. <laughs> God <laughs> because, damn! Wow! <laughs> like, <laughs> wow! Because wow. I know Hayden's like you know this product oh engineer, God. but I have, I have no clue what you do, and like your oh the boss is like, oh yeah, he's a valued member of the team i tried it's to get like, hayden fired multiple times we, we tried it just didn't. <laughs> it's like no we like him too much i was like yeah. really hayden like, he's, <laughs> that guy? he's doing a good job like okay good that's cool yeah that's cool. <laughs> he felt like and it's we, a parent teacher conference or something that's right it kind of it really <laughs> i mean i mean let's yeah i mean that's what happens you get you know you grew up in the uh you 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 said before, right? You you grew some skills in the in the garage, you know, in the in the professional awesome garage, getting yelled at, or or right. listening to yelling, not necessarily getting yelled at. I don't yell at people often. I just yell in directions often, um, unless you're a complete asshole, and then yes, I yell at you. But um, yeah, learned a lot from just getting yelled around, and then yeah, it's cool, right? Like it's cool to see things change and and and. And you to be more involved and stuff. And it's cool that you have your own customers and shit. Cause yeah, like the first time you came, you're like, this is so cool. And all of us are like, oh, we got to see 40 more people today. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're like, you're like, this is amazing. Look at all this stuff. And then now you're, like you said, you could walk around and you could see multiple parts that you designed on cars that are doing things. And it's just, it's a, it's a cool Stuffing change. Things. Yeah. No, I mean, it's Stuffing a cool thing. It's a cool change. And that's like, Anybody who's coming up and anybody who's young that's, you know, listening that, you know, is working through technology degrees or engineering degrees or whatever they're working through, or even if you're working on your own and you're trying to build your business and such, it's just cool to see that iteration and, and how you've personally changed other people's programs and been able to support other people. So it is a cool thing. Absolutely. And it's, it is a neat opportunity because I I'm now seeing it from the other side as well. So when, when we first in that, like the first time we went, you, you guys are hunting down sponsorships and as a, as a race team, like you're obviously not going well, you, you also supply a service. So you, you would see your customers and interact with some of the people that you've done work for. But the other reason you're there is to go up to companies and try to, to land something and to be on the opposite end of that and see how a bunch of different people approach the company that you work for saying like, how do I, or this, that, and the other and helping people out and showing them what you have to offer on the, on the other side of that is also a, a neat experience for just, you know, the first time through really. Um, it, it was cool too. We had a, we were talking with a potential customer, for a professional awesome and they're like oh yeah we had to do this thing with uh pwr and we had a tour of the factory and i was like oh that's interesting who who gave you the tour no Some we didn't say that hayden. you're just very what? you're bad you're bad at telling stories i got twenty dollars <laughs> in the end okay that's a good story then but mm, we went true. to dinner we're working with a company like you might have seen the company we can we can say who it is but it's scalar performance okay. they're making a uh, uh, you know, GR86. They're doing an electric GR86. If you haven't seen it. It's really cool. Go check it out. Um, 
basically, they're they're doing all the integration with elect, basically building an electric car. They're trying to fit it into SD2, SD3 in NASA. They're going to build hopefully 10 of them. That's their kind of their plan. That's what they've been talking about. It's honestly a very cool project. They're trying to make something that's, you know, kind of ready to go, kind of a spec series. Honestly, it's probably the most out of all like the projects that we've seen in terms of people going electric and making a spec series, this is kind of the one of the most realistic besides people racing around their Tesla Model 3s. But mm. this one's a, a true race car. I mean, it's full caged. Um, it, it, it's basically set up, you know, has data acquisition. They're working on really, really cool data acquisition capabilities for it. That's the other side. So that's it's, it's really cool. Um, and it's funny, we, we, you know, we wanted to meet them before we're doing um, some aerodynamics for them. We're probably going to help with a little bit of the suspension as well. So that's really cool. We, we met up, you know, we had meetings with them before PRI and then they're like, Hey, you want to go out to dinner? Yep. Let's do that. Um, went to Fogo de Chao, fucking Dan hates meat. So he's an idiot and it wasn't a good experience for him. He kept on complaining afterwards cause he's an asshole. Um, like meat sweats. Oh my God. It's, it's great. Bitch. But, but Dan's just, just wasted on Dan. Anyway, I like we, flavor, but yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Dan's done. And, um, this is why Dan doesn't allow to have opinion about some things. And so we, uh, we walk in, we meet these dudes. This is the first time we met them in person. They're like, oh yeah, we, you know, today we, we had a factory tour of uh, PWR and we're like, oh, that's awesome. Um, you know, uh, one of our interns, you know, our, quote unquote, our old intern works there. And they're like, did you meet Hayden? And they're like, that's who gave us the tour. And we're like, fucking hey, man. And then, and then they all started laughing. And it's like, the world is so small. And I'm like, yeah, that, I mean, that, that's crazy. You know, Hayden was, you know, he, he, you know, worked with us. And, and I yelled a lot. And he learned a few things. And, and then he went off into the real world and turned into a real boy. And now here you go. Like, the world is tiny. Because we didn't well, know. The, we didn't know you is, were working on that. Right? Right. We yeah. Shit. And the, well, I, I didn't start working on it till SEMA because they came up to us at the SEMA booth. And they basically rolled up on me all surrounded me and stared me in the face and said, sell me your cooler now. And I was like, got you. Yeah. And, so, I mean, and, and that's, that's, what's crazy. So they, yeah, they, they've been kind of rapidly developing, which has been pretty cool because we talked to them before SEMA. They did, you know, we were trying to get them some parts before SEMA. It, it didn't work out exactly the way we wanted to. They couldn't get it all done um, for all the reasons, but, but that's the point. So like they, they had a lot of, they got a lot of play. They got a lot of publicity at SEMA. It was all over the place. Obviously they went looking for partners. They found PWR. Hayden was there, you know, spitting his game and all that, trying to get all the ladies. Um, and by that, I mean, Ooh, you know, nope. customers, yes. um, you know, and then, and then, yeah, crazy that it ended up that way, but we were already, you know, we had already talked to them and we were already working with them. And it was just funny that we, you know, we talk every day, Hayden, Dan, I, you know, uh, and, and David and Devin and, and it was just You're funny we never had that conversation. Friends? Yeah, crazy. I know. Okay. I mean, I try not to, but whatever. Anyway, okay. it was uh, it's just funny because we never had that conversation, and the world is small. And so then Hayden gives him a two and a half hour tour of the facility and talks him <laughs> through the cooler right. and does all this does all this stuff, and it was awesome. And then we have dinner with him that night, and it's just funny how how small the world is in that regard. Like we're all working at different places trying to get this done without actually knowing that any of our other friends are working on it. Soon we're going to find out some of our other buddies are on it too. And it's just funny how, how small the world is. Big facts. That's Devin. the story. What's up? How was, how was your PRI? I mean, it was cool. Uh, talked to who I needed to talk to. Uh, talked to some people I don't give a fuck about talking to again. And, uh, you know... <laughs> Typical, that was Mike and me. A typical, <laughs> a, t- a typical outing for me, you know. It's always great uh, putting the email to a face. You know what I mean? So, good times. I mean, it's my eighth year going, probably. 
you know, almost the double digits, you know, just making me feel even fucking older, but, you know. Mm-hmm. You're Pretty dying good. once the closer. Pretty good. Plus, it's one of the few times that we all can get together and uh, do stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yes, I mean, all, all positive. <laughs> <laughs> That's Devin's way of saying it was all positive. They're yeah, all go. great. Fantastic. I will say, um, I had a preconceived notion about PRI that we were going to go for like half a day, get everything done we needed to do, and then fuck off because we've been to PRI so many times. We've seen everything we needed to see. It's like there's not off-the-shelf solutions for the Evo anymore. So it's like, what you know, what are we doing here? And that turned out to be completely wrong. Um, Mike, Grant, and I had to be there all day, every day for all three days. And... I still think we barely got everything accomplished that we wanted to get. I mean, I didn't even do the things I wanted to do. I know. I know. We spent far too long talking about turbos. Oh, <laughs> and, my gosh. And shocks, I guess. But turbos. Oh. Yeah. And and some unexpected it's, stuff. It's up. not bad. Like, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it was all. It's, it was it, all good stuff. I just didn't have. One, I didn't talk about anything that I wanted to talk about, which is whatever. And he talked a lot. What did you want to talk about? Like selling shit? I mean, kinda, and sure, yeah. I mean, mostly, yeah. I guess I wanted to, yeah. I wanted to have other conversations. I mean, we we had the conversation. Like, we just got everybody knows we just got the Evo back out and stuff like that. So we talked to all the old partners, and we haven't been there in a while since we got actually. It, it, we haven't been to the show since you know since we had the Evo. 20, so it's yeah. So it's 19? like it's it was all it's it all matched up. So it all matched up perfectly. It doesn't you know it was fine, but. But yeah, talk to the old people that we haven't talked to in a while, and that was good. You know, seeing old friends and stuff like that. And everybody was super cool, um, you know. And, you know, everyone was you know really excited so that we could go out there and do better and better and better. And obviously, now that the car's been out, ran pretty well, all that stuff, we want to improve upon it. Obviously, it's pretty fast to begin with, but we want it to go faster and blah, 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 blah. But I also, now that we, you know, are focusing focusing at least somewhat more on the business as well, right? That's a It's a double-edged sphere here. Double-edged spear. That doesn't make sense. Mm, think of a better analogy. Uh, a forwarded reverse spear. <laughs> a double tip. A double tipped spear, but but on opposite ends. It's like a it's like a Darth Maul lightsaber. Oh, Mike really <laughs> likes the tip. Anyway, I just, I just love as many tips as possible. Anyway, I wanted to work on like yeah, like you said, work on the business side and see if we could get you know, potential partners in that regard, in terms of manufacturing, yeah. in terms of distribution, in terms of, in terms of, um, you know, engineering, working with more people, working with more people on the engineering side, that, that as well. And, and we spent a, an, ex, an intense amount of time talking about, you know, we want to, we want to do a different turbo, like we talked about, get a little bit more spool, get a little bit more power, all this fun stuff. But we also want to better support the car for the aero loads and all this. So there, there's plenty of things to do and we got some cool ideas. We will tell you those later, but, and we got some fucking awesome advice along the way. So I'm not going to say it wasn't awesome, There's, but it there's just kept on growing. geniuses all over PRI, but there's like, you have to look for the one random guy sitting right. in the corner that no one is speaking to because he doesn't want to waste his time with half the people at the event. Right. Well, and I mean, yeah. when, half the people at the event are, you know, older than 55 and really just need something for their 69 Camaro. So. But the thing is, like, a lot of the companies, like, if you go to some of the, you know, legacy companies that are very good at engineering, 
And there are some people around, right, that have been around the block for a long time, have done some really cool things, have worked in, you know, high-end racing. Like, that's what's cool about PRI comparatively. Like, SEMA has some of those people, but PRI has a lot of engineers who did it, right? They're the ones who made the cars go fast. The drivers are awesome. The drivers are obviously very important, but the people behind the car are often less spoken about, and they come up with, the you know, the really cool ideas to put people in rocket ships, right? And so we we got lucky and we found quite a few of them to answer a lot yeah. of our questions. But fuck, takes a lot of time because then obviously you get an engineering hard on and then that hard on won't go away. And then you just have to keep keep doing it. And then you edge yourself into oblivion and then you're there for three days. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that was the most graphic explanation of what just happened. But yeah, I mean, that's fundamentally what happened. We edged ourselves on engineering for three days. It was, it was uh, intense. Um, when Hayden was talking about his transition from wide-eyed little boy into a real man selling shit at PRI, it does like it, this show felt like a transition for professional awesome. Like, holy crap, we are going to have to think about this, not just from the race car side, but from the business side. Yeah. And we're doing ourselves a disservice, um, by only focusing on the race car. And the problem is it takes so much energy to focus on both. Um, I mean, just a race car alone, like you said, you're engineering, edging yourselves. You can, we could talk about that stuff for 24 hours straight. We're still fucking talking about it. We're still talking about it behind. This podcast is talking about it. Uh, I get it. It just, it's just overwhelming at times. So yeah, but then you don't focus on the sales side and then you're like, holy crap, that was a whole other thing we could have done while we were at the show. Are you saying that as a revelation or are you saying that as an example? I think it was kind of a revelation for me. I knew it at the time. Um, uh, and I mean, we talked about it um, like on the trip back and stuff um, as well. But it's like but before this show, you know, when we were there in 2019 and 2018 and 2017 and all those times, I never thought about selling our parts to the people that are at PRI or the companies that are at PRI. But now it's like, Oh, holy crap. There's a market here. We're totally underutilizing it. Right. We need to figure out the best way to put our foot in this door at the same time while making the race car faster. And at the same time, while hanging out with the buddies we haven't seen in four years and, you know, great to see him and have fun. And, you know, that balancing act is tough. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Whilst not getting COVID. Or the oh, flu, I, not getting COVID. Or I mean, I ended up with COVID from SEMA, and that didn't make me happy. Yeah, I mean, really cool. If you haven't been to PRI, get there. Um, obviously, this year they made it forty dollars, which sucks. But if you're serious about anything, it's really cool to go. Honestly, it's so, worth every bit of forty dollars if you make it worth forty dollars. Yeah, yeah, I know. But the problem the problem is there's lots of people who went when it was free, and so now they're like forty dollars, suck it. And it's like I get yeah. it. I mean, I don't. My juice sense says the same thing, but <laughs> well, while but, we're complaining yeah. about shit, I um, we were talking with all these engineers who had been there, done that. Some worked on F one, some are working on the fastest cars you can possibly imagine in time attack. Some are doing this, some are doing that, and I was complaining to Mike and Grant about I hate these people because when you're talking to them, each one has an idea, and they're always like. Oh yeah, just spend ten grand on XYZ and you'll be set. Yeah. 
or, oh, spend 15 grand on this and you'll be good to go. Oh, or get these, you know, Lamas spec tires. And even though you can't find them, if you can find them, spend, you know, five grand a set on them. And it's like they have no perspective that is in the realm of my understanding whatsoever. It's like we're not we're like reasonably, you know, not well funded, I would say, but we're not like hurting like most grassroots racers, I would say. And we're not even in the ballpark of what these guys are thinking about. Um, yeah, that are just easy solutions for your car. Easy yeah. solution, yeah. Just throw this, throw this at it. Throw that yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, just just spend this much money and you'll be fine. I'm like, thanks. You're the seventeenth person that said that. Let yeah. me just uh, sell my house, which I don't have enough equity in, and then you're uh, sold. And buy two of those things. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> no. Anyway, but where's the money behind? Like, because obviously somebody's funding all these dumbass decisions. Like, why can't we have dumbass money? That's what I want to know. You, somebody, mm-hmm. tell me, please. I don't know. We need to be born into the right families. It happens. Yes. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Anyway, <laughs> the uh, the but 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 like I was saying, like the go if you can, forty dollars, whatever. But what's interesting this year, I think, is one point that hit me pretty hard is that in the past. Thursday and Friday weren't super busy. Thursday's not that busy. Friday gets a little bit more busy, and Saturday's fucking shit show. Friday but, by far was the busiest day. Right. So Thursday was all right. Friday was the busier day. Saturday was like, what the fuck? Nobody's here. And so it was super interesting to me because I think that the people that would come that just had race teams, you know, were, were, let's call them the casuals. Um, who were just kind of hanging out, not taking anything. No, I mean, just people who were, you know, relatively close who weren't necessarily like ultra serious or anything like that, but could easily get in with just a business card or whatever, like, you know, whatever race team they could easily get in with, they would get in and it would be free. So they would have come. But this year, now that it was $40 and the serious people would come Thursday, Friday, um, and then not be there Saturday. Now you don't have any of the kind of the normal people coming in Saturday at all. So because kind of the the casuals didn't come on Saturday, there was so there was substantially less people walking around. It was kind of weird. I think Saturday was the the slowest day in my opinion. Maybe I'm crazy, but it felt like the slowest day. I don't know. I was only there for Saturday, so I can't I can't talk in this. I got a real job, unlike most of you. So, <laughs> ouch. That's true. Saying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know what you guys thought. But that was that was that was something that was interesting to me. Um, that was definitely the vibe that uh, a lot of the people came back to uh, to work with, or like that was the case across the yeah yeah everybody was yeah saying the that consensus sure. yeah like everybody was saying that it's just interesting how I th- maybe it was the forty dollars I don't know if it was I don't know maybe it was the forty dollars I don't know what it was but it just seemed it, the Saturday that Saturday by two two o'clock because they close at four but Saturday by two o'clock aisles were pretty empty sure. People packing up their entire booth and walking out of the door at three o'clock. That was really blowing me on Saturday. Anyway. Yeah. Lots of people doing that. Anyway. Just real work. I feel like got done at this event more than previous. That's true. I did get a lot of uh, summaries that would have taken five to six email exchange. So I five to six emails. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, I think that for us, it was more just we're making changes. So we actually wanted to do some, we actually wanted to, I guess, changes that are from an engineering perspective needed a little bit more thought. So we had to talk to a little bit more people, which meant that it felt more 
substantial. I think you actually went there with the right car, dude. It wasn't broken, right? So you can even out sure. like race car situation wise, it's easier to talk about what you're changing and not what you're repairing. You know what I mean? Sure. Makes perfect sense. Um, I think there's a couple people, um, that we could have used, utilize their help a little bit more. Um, but because I'd never met them, never really had any interaction with them. Um, I'm thinking like on the ECU side with link, like we could have kept them better in the loop. Um, and Mm. after having that inner or having that in-person conversation and all of a sudden, like you do feel like a connection and like the trust meter goes up a substantial margin. So, wow, you're a person and not just a person on a, you're weird. I don't feel that, but that's okay. (laughs) So, so when we got back, I sent out a lot of tech data behind, you know, like questions we had and like, let me ask these, you know, 10 different people, what your opinion on turbo is, or the suspension is, or this and that, because you garnered a, you know, a newfound respect just because you can see them in person and bounce ideas off of them and be like, Oh, okay. They're, they got their shit together too. So, um, that makes me excited going forward because I, I feel like less like we have to do everything on our own. Yeah. Maybe we still have to do that anyway, but at least we can have you met try Lauren? and bounce ideas off people. Lewin's going to want to do everything on his own. What are you talking about? Stupid. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's granting me more that want to do in everything this case. On yeah. Own. It's not even me. I'm, I'm making decisions. So Fuck. You've ran, you fucking rubbed off on him is what you're saying. I mean, I think I've, I definitely called a problem in Dan. He's getting more engineering based. <laughs> well, and Mike's life is too busy. The things that he's texting me today, I'm like, and? <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it. No, it's cool. Like, I'm glad that he's like excited and he's like doing calculations on volumes and things like this because we're trying to decide which manifold to get versus which turbo and how does flow work. And there's not a lot of data about it. And we will post, we could post a question here. Right. So like, we're trying to decide, like if we go with something that's got a larger runner or a smaller runner, we're trying to decide if we go with a larger turbo, that's more efficient or a slightly smaller turbo. And we've gotten all these back and forth from people. Right. So we, we use Garrett. We don't have a G series yet. We've got a GTX 3582R gen two. It's a good turbo, but we want a little bit more response. Grant wants a little bit more power. We want a little bit more, Dan and I want a little more power under the curve. We want all kinds of reliability. We want everything, right? We want it to work as well as possible, right? We want the world. Mm -hmm. Yes, give me the world. Anyway, the point being is that, you know, you see all these people like, you you need this turbo and this manifold and you need small runner turbo with a V-band or you need a big runner turbo with um, uh, a T4 or, you know, use this cast manifold with short runners versus use this long manifold you know, a welded manifold, more like a ram horn. And so it's like, just trying to figure out what's the best for us. Should we use nitrous? Should we use a um, fresh air valve for anti-lag and all these things and just trying to figure out what to do. And and then it makes the situation more complicated because if we want to use an anti-lag system, well, then we have to tune the anti-lag system. If we want to use nitrous, then we have to tune the nitrous system. And so then the nitrous system requires that we have a bottle around all the time. Do we put a sniper bottle in there, like a five-pound bottle, or do we have to have a 10-pound bottle on. all the time? Do you have this, that, right. and the other thing, right? So it gets it gets complicated. And so trying to decide the best path forward, do we run no, right? Do we no, run no kind of additive, if you will, at lower RPM to get that boost up quicker? What do you do, right? 
And so that's the question. So there's a lot of people we trust and we had a lot of conversations and then one of them goes, do this. And then the other one goes, absolutely do this. And then another one goes, absolutely do this. And every single one of those perspectives is exactly different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You've run into the situation where I think you can, you can, there's multiple ways to skin this cat. Like rather one's more efficient than the other, you might be at a, a null, like a nil situation, right? Just set up dependent, right? That's the whole thing. Like with drag racing, like powertrains can be completely different have the same goal and, you know, actually have the same accomplishment while being completely different. A nitrous car versus a turbo car, even in general, right? Or small AR, big front side or vice versa. So I don't know. This, I, I, I saw the group chat. I was just like, God damn it. You are really overthinking this. Like at, at that half an inch difference is a big difference when it comes to renaissance, but with the partners you have, you might, you don't really have to think about it as much. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Right. Like, I'm with you. If the combination's I, wrong, just get a new combination until it's right. Yeah. That's, that's harder than it sounds just from the labor that goes into it. And, yeah, you know, we do have par- yeah. it's not just a turbo change. It'd be a manifold change. It'd be a exhaust change. It'd be a fresh air valve change. It just turns into a mess. And that's the problem. That's why we haven't done it. Otherwise we've, we've said that like, like let's just do this. And then if it doesn't work, we'll just do something different. And the iteration takes just a little too long. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting that. I mean, when it comes to manifold, right? It's still uh, primarily for you guys, probably a V band or a T4. So make a decision there, and then just move forward. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not like it like, sounds so it, easy, but it's not. But it's also not that hard at the same time. I mean, it's expensive, right? But you just got to make choose one and go for it. Right? I don't like T4 because um, I don't like bolts. So I'm already sure. You don't like what boats? T4. What? Yeah. What? T- what? V bands are a clamp. T4 is a bolt. You bolt it to the manifold. Yeah. Bolts. Yeah. Bolts. I thought you said boat, like a motorboat. Like no. I don't like boats. Devin likes boats. We know Devin yeah. likes boats. I, I like boats, boats and hose. So. Yeah. I, I was mean, like, you so like you don't boats? even know me anymore. What the fuck? This is a waste of time. I was, <laughs> I was trying to think like if so. So I'm like, is there like a turbo bolt? Is there like a turbo <laughs> boat or something that I'm missing? Like, is this something that I'm like, I'm trying to think of like turbo boat. Make fun of my black Jet accent. Boat. Why don't you? Wow. I'm I just, I'm this. doing my best that I can. Mm-hmm. This is, you, you fucking change. You know, you know, being, being as, as awful as I can be right now. Yep. Hayden rubbed off on you too. I get it. It did. He did. <laughs> he Aryaned me up. We, apparently <laughs> I, 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 I bespoke, you know, bestowed engineering curiosity and he Aryaned me. It's okay. That's I, fair. Blonde hair. I, used to have I did not eyes. know that we were trading engineering for racism. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know either, but I learned today, didn't I? <laughs> Mike, what did you say? We were we were know. having a, lot a of lunch. Things. Hold on, hold on. We were having a lunch, um, and somebody asked you something, and you said, oh, I'm a little, and oh, it was I don't something remember. that sounded like know. racist, no, but everyone yeah. thought you said racist. <laughs> Yeah, and then our our guest was like, "Well, we're all a little racist." <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what what the fuck did I say? I can't remember. It was it was hilarious though. <laughs> it was it was pretty good. Anyway, That's deep. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, it, it wasn't bad. It, it, that sounds terrible, no. It was it wasn't. No, bad. it was a complete joke. But <laughs> the way Mike said it, it was like uh, just casually saying he's racist. Yeah, I believe it. Depends. Depends on the day. Anyway, the, uh, the, the, 
I don't whatever. We'll figure it out. But I'm sure you know everyone's got strong opinions on it, and it just it's just hard because, like I said, we went from one person to the next, and and we were like, oh, we're pretty sure on this now, and then we go to the next person, and then they're like say the opposite, and 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 these are people we trust, right? These are people we mm-hmm. have a lot of faith in, and it just goes to show, though, it it really does like like you said, there's there's multiple ways to do it. But, you know, obviously when we do something, we're looking for like kind of that, that last 10% as well, if we can get it immediately. And so that's what we're, you know, having discussions about. It's that last 10%. And so it's interesting to me that there are so many different kind of opinions about this and just trying to back it up with some data is what we're trying to do right now. We're trying to find that, yeah. data. It's, it's surprising that there is so little data on this topic. That's the thing. That's the, the, I think the biggest point of where every, you know, some of us are leaning some way, some of us are leaning another way. And it's like, neither one of us really have the data to support our decision-making. And so it's just what side of the fence we're on. It's just how we feel. Yeah. And so feelings are like, like for me, the older I get, it's like, my feelings are worthless. Like, because I have an opinion on, on one thing, one way or the other, my gut instinct has been wrong so many times that without data to back it up, then why the fuck should I trust my gut? Well, I agree. Your shit does suck, but um, it's also the flip side, right? Like it's like when somebody asks you the question of uh, what arrow is best for their car to run street mod, right? Like it's all going to be dependent on setup. So that's probably another factor. Uh, Your Evo is obviously, you know, special. So it's going to come with its own set of fucking problems. Was that a derogatory term about the Evo? It's very special. I mean, I wasn't going to say it out loud, but yes, of course. I will say this, though. Um, the more life goes by and I think about aerodynamics and stuff, the more I think... This is going to be good. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing unless they're at the highest level. And that really simple works really well 99 percent of the time yeah, yeah okay, you agreed you gotta get shit on the gram you shut your mouth <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's really quick yeah old man you're much, behind right? the curve if you can't make down force at least make people force which is my followers. i have more followers than okay, you on the you gram, a, which means i'm better oh you need a that sounds like a motto and you need to try again ouch okay yeah think about it oh so <laughs> we, what was that we can say our downforce level right now mike i mean i guess yeah, we, yeah there's yeah, a we, winner we, whatever, for the contest yeah. we can't say it because we don't know off the top of our heads but we will send out a stuff and things bag and a t-shirt but we should let people know how much downforce we make right stuff and things god damn it yeah stuff and that's, things yep, we agreed upon. you gotta name it okay so are we saying downforce levels so you, I mean, you're I the one who remembers it i don't yeah i mean it. i know what it is it, it, it i know what we're, we're we're quoting what our downforce level is sure we're you know blah 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 because Are you afraid to say it? We don't know. We, we're making a guesstimate because of a particular problem on the bump stops, right? Too many fucking disclaimers. You know what? You know what? Come on. Come There's on. The people, pussy, there are some it. people. There are some people who are listening to this podcast who are going to message me after this podcast released and ask me every questions about the number I'm uh, about to say. That sounds like a lot of you problems and nobody on this podcast <laughs> gives a shit. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Oh. The day just the shock pots show about thirty two hundred pounds of downforce at one hundred and forty miles per hour, and that doesn't include extra spring rake from the bump stops, and it also doesn't include 
In the front. In the front. Be clear. Maybe in the back too. No, it wasn't on the bump stops in the back. Anyway, I don't know about that. But oh my god, shut up. (laughs) Either way, it doesn't also include tire squish, which we were squishing the shit out of the tires. You know I'm right. You know I'm I'm right. Not saying you're not right, but fuck off. So it's it's at minimum thirty. 3,200 pounds of downforce, and we were talking to a few um, uh, suspension and aerodynamics dudes, and we we said that number, and they're like, holy shit, that's a decent amount. Like, you need to really be careful about tire safety and stuff like that. And it's like, man, we're doing this on fucking plywood and bent alumalite underneath, and it's it's a 10-year-old design. Like, Yeah, this is a 2014-15 design. So. So it's like, we're going we're gonna to do, I'm going to do a video. This is, this is a preview. We talked about it before. I'm going to do a video. This is the point, right? So like people come to us often and ask us questions about what's good enough, what's not, all that stuff like Devin was talking about, like what's the right play, right? So to put our, so you, now you guys know the downforce numbers, right? Um, and to put it in perspective, that number comes along with the fact that we are using a plywood splitter with about an eight to a 10 inch stick out with only our large diffusers in it with a raised center section and the rest of our components on that on that setup. Now we obviously we set it up so that we have proper evacuation to ensure that the large diffusers work probably as well as they can. Honestly, we might be have a little too much evacuation, which is potentially harming the flow through those diffusers. But anyway, the point being is that we use all of our own shit and that's a fuck ton of downforce in the whole scheme of things. It's, it's absolutely more than I thought it would be absolutely a higher number than I thought it would be. Um, and now that we have the real data, which is fantastic, it's it's super interesting. Given that you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there who have all these fancy things. They think they need all these fancy things. And what we did is we made an extremely simple system. Now, not that the diffusers, like obviously, I spent a lot of time on the large diffusers, making them as as you know potent, if you will, as possible. But the point being is that everybody looks at them and they go, "Oh, they're simple." They say they're large, sure, but they say they're simple, and they think they need other things. They think they need other products has a potential to make more downforce. And I kind of laughed. Now that we have even more numbers, before it was fast. The car was fast. That's fine. So we knew the car was fast, made good downforce. Now that we know that the numbers, what the actual numbers are, now I even laugh harder, right? Because it just goes to show how much you can do with something that is fundamentally, like Dan was saying, a relatively simple setup. It looks simple. And people are like, how is that possible? Like, because it's just well-designed. It, it You don't need frills. You don't need all this other stuff. Now, I'm not saying that some of the guys at the tip, the you know, the tippy end of the spear aren't doing some great things with what they've got as well. But there's definitely guys at the lower end who think they need all this fucking crazy ass shit bolted in their car to make any kind of reasonable downforce. And it's just not true. And that's so, so we're going to do a video and we'll make a little short. I'm going to make a short video because God knows I'm not going to make a long one anyway. So, you know, I was going to say it would come out next year, but that's too reasonable seeing as next yeah, year. You know what I mean? Um... I actually made this video already, but I forgot to put my clothes on while I was making it. <laughs> Okay, it's a I'm reference into it. It's a reference to the sh- it's a reference to the short video problem. Anyway, the um, it, it just goes to show, like Dan said, it, simplicity is important. Making sure that the package works together is important. Don't overdo it. Don't you know? Like, yeah, I mean, go ahead and buy a five thousand dollars splitter. That's fine if that's what you want to spend your money on. Then spend your money on it. But our splitter, if you were to buy all the parts and make it yourself, five six hundred bucks, like that's it. In old days, would cost though. 
Oh yeah, sure. Old day wood. Yeah, yeah that's that's two thousand. Those are those are two the quote unquote two thousand eighteen wood pricing. Yeah, yes, yeah. When 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 renewable resources were renewable, um, you get it anyway. But that's the thing. So you could buy it with your own, you know, your dollars if you bought it all yourself and put it together. Now, obviously, there's some time there, but we made a, a shit ton of downforce and the rest of the car. Very little carbon. The only carbon we got on the car is the hood, the roof, the trunk, and the deck. I mean, the deck lid. We, don't, we got it for free. The carbon wing. You know, that's the other part, but, but none of the rest of the aero package at all is, is carbon. There's, there's nothing in there that's carbon. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we use our vents, you know, our fender vents. We use those. Um, we, you know, made the, the full under tray. We made the full flat bottom out of Alumalite. Um, it made enough downforce that it was trying to rip the mounts out of the bottom of our car, which is really cool. It's actually bending the, bending the frame where it was bolted to. So yeah. Oops. Uh, sick, maybe bro. not i mean that's yeah maybe <laughs> uh, 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 yeah because so so the car like like dan was saying the car is on the bump stops in the front and then it started to um it started to load the rear as we went faster and faster because if it's on the bump stop it's the front right that's an exponential curve and so the rear wasn't as well supported and and frankly we knew kind of that was happening in the past but it wasn't this bad so the cars the cars let's say body control had been improved somewhat the car was a little bit lower. I don't think it was actually lower than it's ever been before, but I think that in general, the body control and the arrow was working better. And the problem is that once the it gets under the front's bump stops, it can't compress those more because it's hard. Um, there is, you know, well, obviously, if you look on a website, we have a curve that shows what the bump stops actually do. But because it's on them, it's much harder. The spring rate's much more progressive, and it, and it goes to the moon very quickly. Now, the back wasn't on the bump stops as quickly, or if it was, it was very much at the beginning of them. And because of that, it started tipping more rearward. So the front was actually coming up a little bit, and which is not good for overall downforce, right? Because now we're lifting the front splitter up a little bit, which sucks. So there's an improvement that we can make very easily and very quickly. And then on top of that, it also changes the center of pressure. So as the, the car went faster and faster and faster, and then started tipping the rear downward and the front upward, the center of pressure moves from kind of a centralized position more rearward, which then puts more pressure on the rear of the car, which then makes more downforce around that throated area, which then kind of makes a runaway kind of bullshit fucking problem. So we've got lots of improvements that we can make just in that area, but it's super cool because it's fucking, you know, $1,000, $1,500 total, less than that. Shit, how many sheets of Illuminate is that? I don't know, four? That's like... Three? Three or four, like the under underneath side's like three max. Three, yeah. The other thing we got to account for too that did did cost money is the rear wing, but you know everybody needs everybody to, everybody's rear wing needs a good rear wing though. Yeah, that's basic bitch shit. You know what I mean? Basic bitch shit. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, it's like you said, it's 2014, 2015 design. We can yeah, do we can better. definitely improve. Yeah, and we can improve even on the even on the kids like what it looks like right now. Mm. There's lots of improvements there, lots of improvements. So, I mean, first Crazy. you gotta make some real power, though. You know, shut the f- shut the. F- I'm just saying. I mean, God. it's fucking. I mean, I don't want to say it out loud, but kind of kind of bad. You know, seven bad. what seven hundred? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seven hundred. It's fucking camera car numbers at that point. Whoa. <laughs> All right, I, I quit. Camera We're done. Numbers. That a that a stock it turbo or or what? At the. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's so crazy because because yes but no like that's two hundred a hole to the crank like that's insane yeah that, that's Is that's so? four hundred horsepower a liter have you been on fucking YouTube? Jesus Christ have you been on YouTube sir 
<laughs> have you been? <laughs> have you heard this thing called YouTube? Yeah, because you know, according to YouTube, you should be making a thousand like per liter. So that's true. We should make we, we should be making five hundred a liter. Yeah, Absolutely, minimum. So minimum. I've heard that minimum. Yeah. That's actually like if you watch any YouTube videos, it says five hundred per liter minimum. Yeah. And then they make a joke about they make a joke about how small four cylinders are with a you know with a two liter bottle. That's right. See, I've heard those so, things. I don't. I don't know why you're so confused or why you're so slow. That's a good point. So, I mean, just figure it out. Nailed it. It's because I'm stupid. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking uh, Anyway, <laughs> so all you people are going to ask me questions about the downforce numbers. Yeah, there you go. That's what, that's what happened. So, yeah, we've got some ideas. We're going to make some changes. But it's cool. And, and we've got – they're never going to show up. But we actually have an update to the, to the large diffusers. Um, they're, they're never going to get made um, at this rate. but. Uh, the large diffusers that improve efficiency because they add strakes and they add different levels. So they actually like throat the air into different positions, which improve the functionality of the throat in the actual diffuser. It's a cool little setup. It makes them a little bit more 3D um, comparatively, like basically the different levels make it make it a little bit better in terms of efficiency. So if those ever come out, then that that that'd be great. Um People have asked if we're going to make the large ones in carbon. It's it's unlikely because they are very large and they would be costly. And then I doubt we would sell too many of them because yeah, the large diffuser is a little hard to fit. Yeah. yeah, so might make might make mediums in carbon. We we have the the small ones in carbon. Obviously, those work well with the strike on them. So now those have the center strike. Those are fantastic. You know, we should pull and Instagram. Then we, you know me and poles. I love poles. Mm-hmm. Po- love those poles. Anyway, the uh, we also just got in. Which are super awesome are the uh, the carbon vents. So now we have carbon vents along with our um, plastic vents. So you know if you really want to get balling out, you can get the dry carbon vents now. So those are sweet. I don't know if we'll put them on the race car. We might, but again, we we ain't too flashy. All right, that went sideways. Yeah. Well. So PRI, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Well, great job, PRI Evo Slow. S2000 doesn't exist. I think it's pretty Ouch. pretty good show so far. So we might. Ouch. What time we got? Oh, we might no, have we to got, wrap we this got a couple up. More yeah. Minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, what else is on the, your uh, mind? I don't know. <laughs> I just I want I want an electric car. That's what's on my mind. Uh, here we go. Oh, I will talk about this if it's cool talking about Mike, and if not, we can just edit this out. But um, professional okay. awesome is gonna hire its first employee. Oh God! Is that- Says you. Now I gotta fire him before we even hire him. God damn it! Oh, now go you forced, this forced is our news. hand. Go on. I mean, it's news. Uh... <laughs> say it. So excited. Say it. Um, <laughs> when we were at PRI, we saw that an employee would be helpful because, again, we get too distracted saw. in one area. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. like, hey, we we. You know, Mike's got a busy life. Me, I'm not capable. So we need somebody <laughs> in in the we're, middle. We're, we're being realistic, of course. At this, <laughs> this, this is a true heart to heart conversation podcast. Self reflection, <laughs> exactly. I was about to say. Remember, everybody, always self reflect. It's very important <laughs> that you self reflect because you never know if you're making the right decision if you're not being reasonable with who you are. All right, PSA over. Move on. And so. Um, Isaac, the intern, was uh, he basically was Hayden, 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 the new Hayden, the new Hayden, 
the new Hayden who has refused to go on to get a real career with his nice Purdue degree, I I propose a question to him <laughs> how much we need. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I, I mean, know. you can get a you can get a a real job even. People think it's valuable, even if it's not. The college right, equivalent but, um, of a hometown hero. There we go. <laughs> okay. You can put a sign in your front yard with a, my college, I have a college graduate. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so he's he's six months into having this degree and hasn't done anything with it. And so we um, posed him a question on how much he'd need to um, be paid to work for us. And um, because like we're, we're poor as shit because we spend all our money on the Evo. And um, he came back to us with a price that was like undervalued for for an employee. But if we can take advantage you of it. You were him, like, hell yeah, take advantage of it. Fuck yeah, bro. Stupid. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> dumb bitch. You're going to live off the system. <laughs> right. Dumb bitch. Mm-hmm. Thought we were friends, huh? Nope. So <laughs> uh, I, I threw the number that he came back at Mike and Mike was like, ah, if he wants to do it. And so I guess in the new year, we'll, he'll be doing full-time work for us, which means that. Is he, is he moving back? Yeah. He'd have to move back to West Lafayette. We're figuring Lafayette that part or, out. Calm down. I mean, we'll fit. Yeah. Figuring it out, but seemingly that's the, makes the most sense. Um, Can you force him to be on a podcast or. We could, work? but do we want. Five hosts. I don't know. I don't. I I kind of think Isaac can soften the blow of our podcast. So we're kicking Hayden off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's Damn. just so nice, and we're all pieces of shit. So I mean, I finally yeah. grow into my own fucking. <laughs> wait, wait until wait until Isaac starts trying to make jokes. Calm down. You'll see. <laughs> You'll see. You'll see. This feels racist too. <laughs> 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 So there you go. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully we get Isaac on the team and we can start pushing forward with some of the things that I don't have time to do. And that'd be great. Yeah. Maybe we'll make large diffusers that have strikes in them at some point. Woo! For sure. I mean, he's got a skill set that I definitely don't have and we mm-hmm. work well together and then we can take some burden off of Mike so he can focus more on the things that he's good at. So I'm, I'm eating chicken. Oh, yeah. Love that chicken at Popeye's. It's that time again, boys. I need those goddamn reviews. You can say that Devin is forcing you to do them, or you can leave some genuine feedback, and I'll be sure to read them and get them back to the boys. In the meantime, you can join our Facebook group, which is Professional Awesome Technical Forum. You can follow us on Instagram at Professional Awesome Racing, and we have a Facebook regular page with the same name. But until then, we'll talk to you later, and we really appreciate you listening.